Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And this episode is a Conversations with Friends episode, which means later in the podcast, we're joined by a very special guest, and we cannot wait to introduce you to her. But before we get to that, a little housekeeping. Uh, If you want more from us, when the podcast is over, the best place to find everything from us is our website, meganandwendy.com. It is chock full of holiday information, as well as our detailed show notes on every episode. If you missed something we talked about and you want to go back, They're all right there. Again, that is meganandwendy.com. If you want to connect with us in more real time, the best place to do that is on Instagram, where we are meganandwendyLSS during parts of our day. And you can also hop into our Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. I got to say, I need to be more active in the Shorties group. I haven't been on Facebook in forever. Have you? Well, here's what I did. I turned off notifications for the Facebook app on my phone. Mm -hmm. And so because I'm not getting that like constant reminder, I open it less and less. I spend far more time over on Instagram just like scrolling stories and stuff. You know, and like Facebook changed or currently changing their name. I don't know. You know, Facebook owns Instagram, too. And I noticed today when I pulled up Instagram, it said, like, Instagram by Meta. And I was like, okay, what's happening? At times, I think about deleting Facebook, like, altogether. Like, do I need, like, a Facebook account? And then I go, well, yeah, I kind of do for work. So, I don't know. I'm in a Facebook quandary right now. You're really selling joining that Facebook group right now. I mean, I do like the Facebook group. I do too. Groups are the only reason I keep Facebook. Right. I don't look at anybody's update anymore. Sorry to say, but... um, No, put it on Instagram. Yeah, totally. Um, You can also email us, meganandwindy at gmail.com. If I say it too fast for you, I'm sorry, because we just don't have any emails this week in it hurts my heart so it's megan and wendy at gmail.com tell us what you got planned for thanksgiving that's what you know what everybody this is a call to action shoot us an email today megan and wendy at gmail.com tell us what your what your plans are for thanksgiving i know it's only like is it three weeks away two weeks away i believe it's two weeks away two and a half i know um are you hosting thanksgiving uh yes just my in-laws and we are not making turkey this year. What did you decide? I decided to make a like a prime rib instead. Well, I am glad that you are making that choice for yourself. You know, I had to make sure that it was all okay with everybody first, but... Yes, I know. I know how that goes. All right. So what's hey. going on with you? <laughs> um, look, yesterday, I don't know how intimately familiar with our holiday calendar you are in this house, but... Uh, Thursday is Veterans Day, and my children and husband do not have school. And for months, that day has been marked as our Christmas decorating day in this house. And look, guys, it's okay if it's too early for you. That's fine. I'm going to put my tree up, and I'm going to enjoy it. And that's how we do things in our house. And we've been big, big into prepping prepping for this big day like we've been gathering all of the supplies and my husband has lists of everything we needed at the end of last year so we are ready but Saturday night I'm on my phone I'm scrolling and I decide to look one last time for a Christmas quilt because on my bed we have Christmas sheets my daughter has a Christmas quilt and Christmas sheets my son does not want either we've offered 
And every year I look for a quilt for our bed, and every year I'm kind of not super into all of the options, or they're very expensive for something we're going to use for a month. So we've never really gone for it, in spite of the fact that we have a Christmas tree in our room, and we have Christmas sheets. And what did I find? A really cute quilt that was 75% off for an early Black Friday sale. Why Why are we calling a sale two and a half weeks before Black Friday an early Black Friday sale instead of like a anything else but that sale i don't know but i will take the 75 percent off and i drove to of all places jc penny uh-huh honestly didn't even know where there was a jc penny me neither <clears throat> but there are a couple in orange county and i drove to the one that had it in stock yesterday i was the only person in the store i was there before they even opened and i walked out and we now have a christmas quilt and i feel like thursday i'm ready I am ready. I'm going to snap my fingers, Instagram real style, and my bed is going to become transformed. That's exciting. I know you're excited about that. That's really exciting. I am I am pretty happy about it. I saw a meme that's making its way around on Instagram today. And now, of course, I can't find it. It was basically like, F it. It's Christmas. I say for the next two months or something like that. I, I'm the gal that like can't tell the like punchline in the joke because like I forget it. So anyway, I will leave a copy of it in our show notes. A little Christmas decorating update that you've all been waiting for here at our house. So our uh, HOA has uh, a annual holiday outdoor decorating contest, which is kind of new. Last year they did it. We didn't really know about it. But my daughter is like really into it and wants to win. I go, you know what? Talk to your dad. Like, don't come to me about it. Talk to your dad about it. Uh-huh, Last uh-huh. night, my, I see my husband on his phone. I was like, what are you ordering? He's like, I just ordered a blow up buddy the elf. <laughs> <laughs> and he's ordered like I got an Amazon notification for like $150 worth of like big ornaments that you put on trees. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I was Did like, they light up? Yes, they do. Yeah. And so the the competition, like, is three categories. And I was like, well, what category are you going for? Because at this point, it just sounds like you're, like, barfing Christmas all over the front of the house. Like, what are you doing? You know me. It has to be, like, organized and then never executed because I can't – my purse isn't clean, so I can't put the decorations <laughs> up. But anyway – Yeah, he was, like, so excited. So I'm glad, like, they have that project to work on together. Heads are going to roll if if we don't win. (laughs) Uh, You know that we are the proud winners of the Most Spirited Street Award year after year after year. There's one year we didn't win. It was a little bit of a voter fraud issue, but... Uh, voter fraud <laughs> what it was more an issue of not getting out the vote but we were the clear winners even that year even when we didn't get the placard to put on our street so what i have to say to everyone in my neighborhood is you need to step things up because i know it feels like we're impossible to beat because one of my neighbors rents a cherry picker in order to string lights across the street from house to house and also helps all of the neighbors who feel like oh i don't really have no no you live on our street you're decorating we had a new neighbor move in and they have already been told by multiple neighbors how it works on this street so oh, yeah. i am so excited for you to get on on the christmas decorating game oh, I- 
I will keep you updated. I'm also glad that you delegated that job. Well, I'm trying to take your advice from a few weeks ago where you're like, what doesn't work for you? Get rid of. So like that doesn't work for me. I want to keep it like all sweet and cute on my porch with like Uh my little bench and my pillow. Uh And I'm good with that. But no, Mm -hmm. these guys want to go bananas. So I I heard him saying like, I'm going to have to get on the roof. And I was like, oh, my God, what is he putting on our roof? (laughs) I don't know. I have no idea. He's going to put a six-foot buddy the elf on my roof. (laughs) I can't wait. I'm so happy. Speaking of Christmas, I want to just note really quick that I watched a non-Hallmark Christmas movie over the weekend. And it's it's called Love Hard, and it's on Netflix. Have you heard of it? Is this the one with um, Vampire Diaries? Yeah, Nina. Nina, Nina I don't Dobrev. know. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty good. It was funny. It was like Hallmark Plus. It like had edgy language in it. So yeah. <laughs> that's what I really liked about it. I I'm gonna say if you guys need like kind of a funny Christmas movie to watch, this is one for you. I like particularly it. we have hear from a lot of people who don't have access to Hallmark movies and they're not willing to pay for an additional streaming service. Mm -hmm. So if you do have Netflix, yes, we talk a lot about Hallmark here, but there are over 150 new holiday movies coming out this year. So whatever streaming service you use, I guarantee you there's movies for you. How do you know this 150 holiday movies? Sleepy Kitty Paw on Twitter. Uh, All right. I will add them to the show notes. Maybe Mm -hmm. not the entire list of 150 holiday movies, but a link to where you can find them. I believe they have one on their Tumblr. Oh, cool. Very cool. Very cool. So the time changed over the weekend. It did. I will say that this is probably my least favorite time of the year. What part of it don't you like? Well, I loved it this morning, the day that we're recording this podcast on Monday. And I woke up and I was like, oh, I don't have to rush to get out of bed. It's only 6 a.m. and it's light out. And I'm going to sit here and scroll up my phone for a few minutes. And that was wonderful. But I sure hate it when it's like 445 and dark out. I hate it. I do too. I do too. And it's a trade-off because it's been so dark in the morning. So mm-hmm. it's been very hard to get up. So it was at least a little lighter this morning. But yesterday, for some reason, I looked up the sunset because we needed to do something I mean to still be light out and I was like 455 why is and it's gonna get earlier once it's dark outside my brain's like gotta be home yeah <laughs> like you're done for the day your day is over but of course the day's not over at 5 p.m and I often do need to leave the house and it makes me very much not want to do anything I just want to cozy up and be in the house and turn on my Christmas lights and light a candle and be in comfy pants and have something good on TV and something warm coming out of the oven. And I got to go like drive a kid somewhere. Mm-hmm. Same here. That's what I don't want to do. Like I want to have like a uh, pot roast in the crock pot or something, <laughs> you know, and a, or a nice meaty meatloaf in the oven. <laughs> I just can't because I am running a child to soccer practice at 630 at night and it's dark. I just, I hate it. So I saw this meme and it made me think about our last conversations with friends episode with Jenny Canzanieri. Mm-hmm. I will post a link to it in our show notes, but she had mentioned that in that episode that she was trying to change up things a little bit, routines and And in that routine would like light a 
special candle. Like she treated herself to like some high end, very nice candles and kind of like set the mood, right? So that when I saw this meme and it was, it's titled, help your body adjust to the winter time. And it gives like suggestions, candles, long baths, warm coffee, face oil, cozy blankets, winter spices, classical music, no, not for me, baking time, warm lights, fuzzy slippers and red wine. And I don't really know, like, this is obviously not professional advice on this meme, but there are elements to it that make me go, oh, okay, I can, you know, spend a little extra time doing, you know, washing my face at night when I do that, or, you know, lighting a candle or have a cup of tea or get cozy with a blanket. So that can just help me transition into my favorite time of the year, which is summer into maybe my least favorite time of year, winter. Yeah. And obviously not everything on that list speaks to everybody because I'm looking at it and early mornings is one of the things on the list. However, I have to say that I've had this goal of being up before my children every school day in November. And today was the day I've executed it the best so far, thanks to the time change. And I had time to make coffee and have breakfast before we took them to school. The dishwasher was fully loaded before I took them to school. Like I came home from drop off ready to start my day, not with Mm -hmm. like beds needing to be made and chores needing to be done. Yeah. And as much as that's not doesn't quite scratch the same itch as lighting a candle and snuggling up with a blanket it also I felt so good coming home Mm -hmm. that it definitely had the same net result so I like the idea of thinking about like what are those things that feel good my friend Elizabeth eats dinner by candlelight every night in November oh that's nice right light the good candles use the cozy blanket treat yourself yeah so Speaking of all of that, um, you had talked about how, like, you've been super highly stressed and anxious mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. And so thinking about that, can you pinpoint, like, where it's coming from? Um, I can't. I can, but I can't articulate it. Yes. Um, I, it's... A lot of it is just like I feel tired Mm -hmm. and um, I also feel like like my body isn't like functioning at like, you know, a full battery. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like I just get like so stressed out and the anxiety that I feel like in my chest when it comes to like small decisions to be frank Mm -hmm. that I it's I'm struggling I just want to crawl into bed and pull my head over the covers and like not deal and yeah I don't know so this morning like I I trying to take a you know a play out of your notebook here to like make a list of things that like I can do or I can get rid of or I can execute or delegate just to like make me feel like more grounded. Yes. Um, Cause I just feel like I'm running around in a million directions mm-hmm. and not fully accomplishing things, mm-hmm. not 
filling my like own tank, like mm-hmm. in terms of like, I love to be creative. I haven't painted in so long. And I'm like, when am I going to do that? When am I going to have time to do that? Like, that would bring me so much joy if I could just find an hour today to do that. And I can't. And so I just feel like I'm not, I'm just not at full capacity. Yeah, I hear all of that. I think you're making that list is a great thing to do. I sent Wendy a text yesterday and I was like, being an adult is so stupid because <laughs> I was like spinning out on like with anxiety yesterday. And part of it was self-imposed because I made the mistake of having two cups of coffee and I sat down and I paid a couple bills. Those bills weren't late. I had the money to pay them. But for some reason, like in the back of my mind, just like getting that off of my plate made me feel so much lighter. And taking those things off of my plate, even though in and of themselves, isn't it inherently stressful, just makes me feel a little bit lighter. And also, I want to say to you, like also earlier in the weekend, you were feeling some anxiety about something and you came to me and you were like, hey, how do I solve this problem? And I was like, I can solve that problem for you. Here's X, Y, and Z information. And I think you need to continue to do that, like asking for help. I am really good at suffering in silence. Yes. And sometimes all I need to do is say like, hey, could you help me out with X, Y, and Z? And the answer is always yes. Yeah. It's never like, ugh. Why couldn't you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. that's never the response. That's the response I give myself because in my brain, I'm like, why couldn't you do that? Yeah, totally. But then just like letting it go. I mean, like, hey, look, I'm just a human with limited hours in my day, too. I don't know. I to you and to everybody else, I think asking for help and to me, um, do it. Yeah. It's so weird because like I... And I don't know if I've talked about it here on the podcast, but I've uh, long struggled with depression and and know how to deal with that. But like this like everyday anxiety is super new for me. And like, I don't really know how to deal with it. Like, I'm trying to like stop myself in the moment when I know like I'm kind of having I don't I'm not having like panic attacks or anything, right. but like it manifests in like I will be super bitchy to the people around me or mm-hmm. or short or mm-hmm. um and I have to like stop and be like you have no control over this <laughs> like mm-hmm. just breathe through it a little bit like it's going to be fine you know like I took my daughter to a um YouTube concert this weekend mm-hmm. and it was like in the daytime and uh doors opened at 10 o'clock and I was like we had plenty of time. Like we were on the road and almost there. It was like 940. And mm. I was like, oh my God, we have to get there on time. And then what if somebody cuts in line? And oh my God, you know, like, like the most ridiculous trivial things. And like I'm I'm realizing in the moment, like I am not making this an enjoyable experience for my daughter and her friend that are there because I'm snapping at them saying, listen to the, listen to the bodyguard guy what's he saying and get in line and go find out what's happening like what is wrong with me like it's over something so stupid and like i can't pull out of it okay first of all nothing's wrong with you and i think that 
shortness is a supernatural reaction to anxiety. I feel that too. And one of the worst things about anxiety for me is that when I'm feeling super anxious, I can't really function. Like my brain is like, nope, you just need to sit here and like hyper-focus on your phone or I'll do things that are not productive at all. When in reality, typically my anxiety is about something that needs to be done Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily a hard thing. It's just for some reason I feel some sort of stress about that thing. And it could be any number of things. Um, And it's so annoying that like, All I need to do is take care of this thing, and I know I will feel better, but taking care of that thing feels insurmountable. And the other day, I read in a book, and I told you this, this trick someone used for their anxiety, which was find something that you can identify with each of your five senses, something you can see, something you can hear, something you can feel, something you can taste. And I'm driving in the car, and I'm feeling anxious about something, and so my daughter's in the backseat. And I'm like, something I can see, something I can hear, something I can taste. And I I could only get to four senses. And I go, oh, my gosh, what's the fifth sense? And finally I go, oh, it's something you can hear. And I'm having this conversation out loud with myself and my daughter in the back goes, it's okay, mommy. Sometimes I can't remember all seven dwarves. <laughs> it was She's just so like, cute. Such like a light, funny moment um, while I'm up front having this <laughs> like mental health crisis in the front seat also i can now take deep breaths as i'm driving um anyway there's nothing wrong with you i think all of us who experience anxiety have also experienced like i don't have any energy left over to regulate my emotions in this situation right yeah but i do think that sometimes talking about it is helpful i agree thank you for listening Thank you for helping me on my freak out the other night. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to help. We are going to take a very quick break and we are going to come back with our special guest. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, are you watching holiday Hallmark movies? Uh, Recently, we were over at a friend's house and uh, they were like, yeah, Hallmark movies are starting. And I was like what? Like, I didn't know that they watched Hallmark Christmas movies. And they're like, yeah, you know, sometimes you just want to like throw on a feel good movie and like kick back and, you know, get in the Christmas spirit. And I was like shook to the core. (laughs) Hallmark Channel is currently airing their countdown to Christmas movies. And we've got the recap for you available every Thursday in the main podcast feed. You're not going to miss out if you subscribe to the podcast you're listening to right now. Those bonus episodes will be in your regular feed on Thursdays, and you don't want to miss it. There are a lot of fun, there are a lot of feelings, and maybe even a little bit of controversy with these Hallmark movie reviews. Check our show notes for the movie schedule. Welcome back. We are joined for this segment of the podcast, which, as we mentioned up top, is another one of our Conversations with Friends episodes. And we are joined by Kathleen Donahoe, who is a writer and a business owner living in Seattle, Washington. She's the co-owner of Oh Baby Fitness, and she's the creator and owner of Lady Sweat. Kathleen, thank you so much for joining us for the podcast. You bet. I'm excited to be here. So I have long been 
I couldn't point to a starting point of when we've known each other on the internet. Um, Wendy and you are new friends as of this morning. So <laughs> I kind of want to like hop kind of right into the center of your origin story, so to speak. I know that 2016 for a lot of us was a major turning point, but for you, it was kind of the spark that ignited the fire of one of your businesses. Can you kind of talk to us about how Lady Sweat came to be, what it is? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I have owned a um, pre and postnatal fitness company for 17 years now called Oh Baby Fitness. So my work has been in women's uh, perinatal fitness, teaching pregnancy and postpartum fitness classes, and then over the course of many years, teaching other people how to teach those classes. And was very happy in that career. And then, like you said, um, the election of 2016 hit. And I had been I had been quite involved with the election and was uh, very dismayed with the outcome. And then that following fall, when Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court um, nomination process was happening, I wasn't even I don't think I was taking in more of the news than other people. It just felt like everywhere I looked, um, I was seeing women d- demonstrate just like great bravery and truth telling to power and them being not believed or, you know, Christine Blasey Ford's incredible testimony. And then the, the anger um, on Kavanaugh's face. And I, I was just kind of going about my day and started having a a literal like physical reaction to the news. And I didn't know what was going on. And I called my doctor and she was like, you need to go to the ER. Like this sounds like a heart attack, which was so scary. And so I, I I went to the ER and it was not a heart attack, thankfully, but it was my very first panic attack. Mm -hmm. And it was, I, I just had not quite realized the impact of, that moment in, um, in our lives and my body was, was really responding. And so as I, as I sat in the ER hospital bed, um, I just started making a list on my, on my iPhone and my notes of what I thought women needed to hear and like, what, what can we do? And it was women need to take up more space. They need to celebrate each other. They need to get stronger. They need more women literally need more power. And I think as I sat there, I realized like, so my, my background is fitness. Fitness is what I do. It's all I know. And looking at that list, I realized fitness can, can do all of that. Um, And that's the day that lady sweat was born. So it's a it's a workout class. It's designed for women, and I call it a training ground for what we do in the rest of our lives. So in Lady Sweat, we do very difficult things, often for a very long time, to know that we are capable of doing that. We cheer for each other. We um, we literally just tell our bodies take up more space and actually practice that in our bodies. And then the thing that's neat about it is that so many of my clients have come back and said that they have felt the impacts in their lives in other ways that they have gone for promotions. They wouldn't have gone for some people have left very toxic relationships because they realized just by literally the physiology of taking up more space, getting stronger, they realized that they could also do that in other parts of their lives. 
Um, so that's Lady Sweat. Well, I am super impressed because I think so many of us can relate to that feeling of feeling angry, feeling frustrated, and that you turned it into something real and not just more anger, which is mostly what I've done with those feelings, <laughs> is really impressive. Um, Lady Sweat is local, yes? Yeah, it's local. So it um, it also, though, so it went virtual during COVID. Right. And then it's also, I haven't announced it. Here's, here's the <gasps> exclusive announcement. Um, it's going to be virtual again starting in January. <gasps> I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah. You have no yeah. idea. Last night I was t- we were talking, Meg and I were talking, and I was like, is this available online? Because I am crying reading their like about page and I need this for myself. And she's like, no, Wendy, it's only in Seattle. And I was like, I need it though. So this is such great news. I'm so, so stoked. Oh my God. I, I, this reaction is making me feel so excited. So excited about Yay. about doing it. Yes. So it'll be it'll be offered uh, virtually and in person. It's actually a, like people can come to take the class and the class is live streamed as well. Um, starting in January. Yay! Oh, I'm so excited that that's coming back. I know that that was a a pivot that you made in the pandemic, and that really filled a need for a lot of people. So I'm so excited that it's coming back in that way. Thank um, you. And the timing, obviously, January. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, New Year's resolutions can be a little bit bullshit, but I also think that's per- like everyone's mind is in that place. So. Yeah, I think it's too like this January, this January feels like an important January, perhaps like the most important January of our lives. It's, it's to actually be like coming out of true darkness for a long time and um, moving into habits that we want and community and joy again feels um, really hopeful. Yeah, I mean, I have a vaccine appointment for my youngest child today and so by mid-December she'll be fully vaccinated and I can't oh amazing I can't even imagine what that weight is gonna feel like it's not gone yet but I feel like somebody's holding on to it and it's coming off so I've caught myself saying the phrase during COVID over the last like Mm. 10 days which I realized was like oh my brain has made a little shift now that mm-hmm. it like is actually kind of stepping forward from that space, um, which feels really, obviously, really good. <laughs> yeah, right. We're almost putting it in the past. I know. Yes. I didn't. I didn't think I was gonna make it. So <laughs> <laughs> we made it. <laughs> well, with that being said, look, I am. I admit, I roll my eyes a little bit when I hear you know, in the past year and a half and in these unprecedented times, but things become a cliche for a reason. And I think it's really helped to acknowledge that it has been a year and a half of unprecedented times, like saying that out loud, this happened and we're living through this period in history that we will talk about forever. Have you been able to take care of yourself in the past year and a half? And how do you, have you done that? Oh, I mean, no. Okay, good. <laughs> or, you know, kind of, I don't know. No, right. absolutely. I, I like, I, I think what's been weird is that we've all been so alone, right? Mm-hmm. Or we all were so alone. And and I just kept feeling like, 
why am I having a harder time than everyone else? But then I'm looking around and I'm like, I actually don't know what's going on with anyone else. I just know mm-hmm. that I'm personally, I, so I, like you said, I, I switched to um, virtual classes for Lady Sweat, but then last summer realized um, that I was going to have to stop work and take care of my kids mm-hmm. because that their schools were not opening here at all. Um, and I had, I had never done that. I mean, I'm taking care of my kids, but like I have always worked and it's a big part of my identity and being in a community is so huge for me, so helpful. And so to really just hunker down and um, make, you know, 40 meals a day and do the dishes a (laughs) hundred times was very, was a real like meditation in learning how to take care of myself. Exactly. Like you said, so I, I love therapy and do that. And I also started Lexapro and I love it. Mm -hmm. Shout out to anyone that is like curious about meds. It has been the most helpful thing. I found myself like dancing in the kitchen again after, Mm -hmm. after starting them and being silly in ways that I just wasn't for many months of COVID. Um, And I think it also, I don't know, I don't know for you guys, but like for me, it just kind of forced me into, there was no distractions, right? Like Mm -hmm. every day was the same. There's no distractions. So I just kind of had to sit with some of my stuff and do some mental health work that I was always kind of too busy to do and really learn, truly learn to take care of myself and to actually think like, what do I need right now? Which is not something I'd ever practiced before. And um, I'm learning and I'm learning, but I would not say I'm good at it at all. (laughs) Well, and I'm not either. All of us are moms in this. And one thing I said to Wendy during the pandemic many times was, I just feel like my role right now is managing everyone else's life. And Mm -hmm. it's very little about me. And in many ways, that was easier, right? It was easier to be like, well, Mm -hmm. like, yes, I can manage school and I can make sure that there's groceries in the house and I can keep the house quiet while my husband's trying to teach a class on Zoom. And my entire life was keeping everyone else's life moving. I was just kind of this cog moving everybody else around. Um, Yeah. So did you feel like sometimes it's easier to focus on taking care of other people than to turn the focus on taking care of yourself? Yeah. I think my version of that is that in normal times, I really, um, it's very important to me to take good care of my community. And by that, I mean, I just have like a lot of really good girlfriends Mm -hmm. and I love being a part of our school community and lady sweat. And like, it's important to me to be a thoughtful friend and like person. And so then when COVID happened, it was like, I couldn't do that anymore. And it felt a little bit like, where does all that energy go? Where, where, like, it felt so difficult to not have that as a point of pride almost Mm -hmm. to not be able to, Women, so my my work, all my work that I do, I have a really clear audience and it's, and it's women, it's moms. Um, and I feel so called to 
contribute what tiny bit I can to like voicing our experience and supporting them and to to not have that um was was hard was really hard. So there's something that I say to myself all the time, and it's from one of my all-time favorite movies, My Best Friend's Wedding, a classic. And Julia Roberts is on the phone to George in that movie, and she says, I'm at the end of my rapidly fraying rope. I feel that, and I have felt that at many points, mostly since becoming a mother. I'm not sure I ever really felt that way (laughs) quite as deeply prior to that. But When we get to that place of, like, I am barely holding it together, um, is there something that you do to, like, hold it together? Or are we all just kind of, like, white-knuckling it? Because hearing you talk, I'm like, oh, I want to be you when I grow up. Like, you. Totally. Absolutely. 100%. (laughs) Together. When you talk about, you know, being such a giving member of your community, and I believe that only from knowing you online. So... Tell me your magical ways to like hold yourself together. I, I, well, I do have this one thing that I say to myself all the time. That's not the fraying rope, but it is my <laughs> version of that. Um, and I, I say to myself all the time, if you can't get out of it, get into it. <laughs> and like that to me means there's a lot of expectation. There's a lot of things I have to do every day. And, like, I can either do them with a bad attitude or I can get into it and, like, have some fun. Um, I don't know if you guys are Enneagram people, but I'm an Enneagram 7, which is, like, only about the fun stuff. So being, like, getting into it for me means, like, putting on music when I'm cooking dinner instead of just cooking dinner annoyed. Or, like, um, putting on, like, a cute outfit to be like, I'm going to get into it. I've got a lot of boring meetings today, but I'm going to get into it with my red lipstick. Um, so that helps. I also, I have, so I have small, smaller children than your guys, I think, but um, I just let my kids curse. <laughs> and that helps too. <laughs> we have 30 second swear breaks. And um, you want to know what will make you feel like you got a little more rope is like my five-year-old <laughs> dropping f-bombs it it really helps like extend the the rope a little bit more um i don't know this is these are the parenting tips i have <laughs> that's what helps me <laughs> i love that and i just want to imagine I, my kids are older um i have an 11 and a 14 year old and um wendy has a 13 year old And I just, like, want to imagine the look on my 14-year-old's face who deeply believes that my goal in life is to take all the fun from his life. Like, that is a deeply set belief that he has. And I get it. I was 14 once. I believed that of my parents, too. Um, That might be the greatest parenting advice I've ever gotten. Oh, my God. Will you please send me a video? I know, like, (laughs) so sometimes for my friend's birthdays, I'll just film my kids swearing, and you know what? It's fun to watch. Oh, my God. And they I... know like they can do it when they're allowed to, and then they don't otherwise. I don't think. I haven't ever heard them say that. <laughs> I would also be curious to know what swear words he knows, because probably all of them. Oh, right? it's horrible. I Okay, you said I was allowed to swear on him. Yes. The first time. Okay, my I have a, I have a daughter and a son, and my daughter's very... Um, energetic and my son is very introverted and and bookish although very and very funny 
But the first time when I was like, okay, son, 30 seconds, ready, set, go. And he just goes, motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, we've leveled up. <laughs> That's Although, amazing. They know. Not, so I burnt um, frozen pizza the other night, which is just classic Kathleen move. Totally burnt the frozen pizza. And my daughter was like, oh, mom, it's okay. We all make mistakes. Like, you'll do better tomorrow. And my son said, Mom, what the swear word happened? And he just said swear word. I love it. You know, I told Wendy my son made a D's nuts joke to me the other day. And I, first of all, I had so many competing reactions. Like, it was honestly funny. And then I had the, like, it is, is it 1996? People are still making, like, D's Nuts is still funny to kids. And also, I was like, wait a minute. Definitely not appropriate to say to your mom. Like, I honestly would rather you say motherfucker than ever make another D's Nuts jokes to me. That's the kind of, that's the kind of stuff, though, that I can't wait for having teenagers, though. Just, like, really them just trying it out. Just, like, really swinging for the fences. Right. And being like, yeah, wrong audience. We were in the car last night, and we were behind a car, and the license plate was side boo. And first of all, bold choice for a license plate, right? And I kind of, like, nudged my husband and pointed at, not even the frame. Like, they committed to the, they're paying extra in their California registration for that license plate. And I nudged my husband, and my kids are both in the backseat. And my daughter, who's 11, goes, what does it say? And my son goes, oh, you'll understand when you're older. And I was like, wait a minute. Does my 14-year-old have this concept of a side piece? Like, what? <laughs> what is happening here? And I just was, like, telling myself he doesn't actually understand. I need to tell he myself doesn't that he He's doesn't know. He doesn't know what right? Cal- so, also, California loves a vanity license plate. Oh. Like, don't they? <laughs> That's Especially in Los Angeles. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> really? We drove down to California during COVID, and I was like, wow, this is people going for it here. Yeah. Big time. You talked about being a good contributor. Like, you are, I think, a giver in relationships. And I personally will tell you that in the last year and a half, I have been a taker. I have mm-hmm. I've not been a giver in relationships. And... I tell myself that my last year and a half was a bad year and a half. Like, we had COVID, but we had so many things happen in my family in the last year and a half. Like, at one point, my mom was, like, in the middle of chemo treatments. She got COVID, and then we were evacuated from our house due to a wildfire. And I spent, like, three days fully manic because I just could not... I there was nothing I could do about any of it and I just basically like paced for three days. I was mm-hmm. bananas and that wasn't even everything that happened. And I was not a giver. Okay? I was not. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. And a lot of my friendships are still recovering from that. And, you know, there are people mm-hmm. like Wendy who are like, yeah, friendships have seasons. You sucked. But, like, we're... <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I know she said that. never said that. I'm just saying. I'm completely disagreeing with everything. In my head, disagreeing with everything you <laughs> You are a total giver, at least in our friendship. Like, I know I can rely on you for, like, everything if I needed it. So please don't think that about yourself. Well, that's very nice of you to say. But I will also say that that like Wendy was like the core friendship of the last year and a half. So if I yeah. had any energy, that's where it went, but I definitely was not a hundred percent. So all of this talk about me to say, 
I don't think I'm alone in that I wasn't nurturing most of my friendships in the past year and a half. And as Mm -hmm. you are the kind of person who is that kind of person, if someone wants to reinvigorate those friendships, like, do you have advice for coming back from that? I, I do. I do. And I just, I, I think it's the most helpful thing is to say to someone, I miss you. I've had such a hard time and I'm sorry I didn't show up for you, but I want to, I want to do different now. Like, I think, I think it's really just saying the actual true thing Mm -hmm. and not in a like sappy way, not in a, um, maudlin kind of way like to actually say to someone I miss you and I love you and I've had a shitter of a year and I want to go on a walk is like that all I I will tell you that people will just immediately like drop their defenses and be with you like if you actually say the the quiet thing out loud and even like do it over text you know what I mean like if there's like two or three people that you're like I really miss this person Um, I had like, I just remember those dark, dark days, like last, I don't know, January. And like, I would get together with a friend outside and I was so depressed and she was so depressed that it was like, we shouldn't have even gotten together. Like this is so, we're just both so miserable. And I would leave those hangouts and just feel bad. Like I can't even be fun I can't even tell a joke and I brought that up to I'm thinking specifically of one of my best friends right now and where I have been like I'm sorry I was so down and she was like oh my god you are horrible to be around thank you for saying that (laughs) and like I'm so glad you realized and like I was too you know what I mean just actually saying saying the thing that we have all lived through because I I think just like with everything else, there's this urge to like jump back to how things used to be. Mm-hmm. But in these intimate, in these friendships, which I think are just the core of our lives, like it's, I, I, it's so important and we have been taken out of them for so long. And so as we enter back into those relationships, doing it with like real candor about what you've lived through, you know, again, like, Yeah. I just, I think that's so valuable. Well, and I think maybe it takes a weight off the shoulders of the other person when you say like, hey, I know I wasn't great. I'm acknowledging it. So you're not carrying that secret around like, I want to still be your friend, but I really need to acknowledge like what happened. And so you've taken that weight off. Maybe that's helpful. I love to like, I do these things where like this sounds, this is maybe going to make me sound like a psychopath, but like I when I have these tricky kind of things like this, what I would do is like really craft out what I want to say. And I, my constant refrain is like, is it kind? And is it true? Is it kind? And is it true to come up with like a simple script almost that I use that I, that I like know is real, but not, I don't know, just a script. I like, I like having a pat answer. Yeah. (laughs) And draft it out in the notes app so you don't actually send it before you're ready. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So you kind of answered this question up top. I'm so excited to hear Ladies What is going virtual. Talk to us about what else is next. What is that going to look like? So it is going virtual. I also have, during COVID, I started writing um, 
which is something yes. I've always liked to do, but I've only done privately. And when I stopped working, a friend asked me what would what would it feel like if I had something of my own during COVID? And I said, I think I want to write. Um, so I started taking writing classes and I had a piece published recently and have another piece coming out. And I'm just really enjoying doing that. So there's more. I know that there will be more and more of that coming too. Um, and Lady Sweat and then Oh Baby, my pre and postnatal fitness company, we're doing a ton of training of midwives, OBGYNs, and gynecologists around pre and postnatal fitness so that people can get the correct information from their medical providers, not just fitness instructors, about, you know, like abdominal separation, pelvic floor health, um, and all of that. It's, you know, that work, the work of being a woman and a mom in the world has been so hard the last year and a half. And I do think our connection to our bodies, knowing how to exercise safely and vigorously so that we like actually get the endorphins is, is one of the ways that women recover from the, from this experience. I love that. And I loved your piece in Romper and we will link to that in our show notes. Is your second piece also going to the same platform? It is. Yes. Oh, I so love them there. Thank you. That the woman that is their features editor wrote actually my favorite um, parenting memoir. It's called And Now We Have Everything by Megan O'Connell. It's a wonderful, wonderful book. Um, and she's the editor there and great to work with. That's so exciting. I think writing is one of those things that I always feel like feels like I couldn't possibly wrap my head around the process of like writing something start to finish, even though I've been creating content online for a hundred years. It always feels magical to me when people have written something and it is out in the world for other people to read. It's, it's a, it's a weird thing. And I, one thing that's been fun is that like, I'm new at it. I'm a baby at it. And it feels fun to be, to be like, I'm not supposed to know how to do this well yet. Cause I'm just learning. Mm-hmm. And there's just, I think as grownups, there's so few spaces where we do that. Um, and I, and I love it. I love it. So you're a business owner, a multi business owner. What time do you wake up in the morning? I wake up at like six, six fifteen. Okay. And what time do you go to bed? I go to bed very early. I go to bed like nine, nine thirty. Oh, I love that. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a real early bird. Yeah. So can you like hop out of bed and you're ready to start your day? Um, kind of. My most productive hours are in the morning, but I have children here for a lot of those hours. Right. Um, so then they're not productive. You know, like it's taking care of other people's needs. But I would much rather work, like do an important task at 8 a.m. than at 4 p.m. I, oh, I, and I also too. think, I tell myself, I'm a really good mom until 4 p.m. <laughs> then oh. I'm like pretty sub, subpar. Absolutely. I'm the same way. <laughs> like, don't ask me any questions after four o'clock because I don't have the yeah. brain capacity to answer it for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. The after school until dinner time hours are my least favorite hours of the day. They're yeah. hard. You know They're what? hard even as kids are teenagers. It's a hard. Yes. Yes. I'm just like dreading. I like hear about teenagers like having all these things to do. Like you have to take them places, right? And like 
they go, you have to go out in the evening time to take them to <laughs> Truly is the worst part about parenting teenagers. All of a sudden, like, I am an early to bed person normally also. And so when my kid's like, yeah, I'm going to homecoming, coming home at 1030 p.m., which is not even that no. late. Like, and I'm like, I have to be awake until 1030 and in a car no. with other teenagers so I can't be in my pajamas. I'm going to have to, like, refigure my whole thing when they're that age. Because my sister talks about, like, picking her kids up from ballet at 8.30 at night. And I'm like, what? That's, like, midnight. You don't think that? It's dark. It's yes. Awesome. We were just talking about oh. that earlier, about the time change. And my daughter plays soccer in the evenings. And her practice doesn't start until 6 o'clock. And it's over at 7.30. No. And I'm like, no. No. no I need Absolutely to be home. Not. Uh-uh. Yeah. So they're not no, eating I... dinner until 8 p.m.? Like, no. Yes. They eat after? No. Yes. No, no, yes. No, no. <laughs> no. I do this thing where I call it shutting down the kitchen. We close the kitchen. At 6.30 p.m. And the kitchen is clean and the dishwasher is running. Mama, don't play. You got your jammies on. The kitchen is closed. Like, I'm I'm in so much trouble. I'll figure it out, but I'll get into it. I can't get out of it. That's right. That's right. I'll get into it. Um, That is honestly the hardest part about parenting teenagers. It's not the attitude. It's the (laughs) schedule shift. (laughs) Speaking of parenting, um, you have younger kids. Are they five and eight? They are five and seven. No, five six and seven. Six and six. seven. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize they were so close in age. Oh, what a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, do you think less so? Like, I can only no, imagine what the it. beginning was. I love it. Yeah. Now they're just like a little team. They yes. are complete opposites. But they are everything we did in lockstep. So we, like, still remembered how to potty train when we were potty training again. It's it's great. And I, one of my best friends has kids uh, the same interval. And I know she's going to listen to this podcast. So, Rebecca, it's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Um, is your Instagram public? Yes, it is. Okay. Because we have to share their school photos from the year. It, oh it is the God. greatest Instagram post of 2021. I can't. I love it so much. I love it. I don't so even. Much. Like, how? So, <laughs> so guys, my, my son is making a, like... I don't think we're supposed to say this, but it's like a slightly creepy, like almost like a molester face. He can never hear this. And then my daughter looks deranged, like absolutely like a like a serial killer. But her deranged. mask is under her chin, and which is my why? favorite part. It's not even like she wanted to keep the mask on, which I could appreciate. But like she has it off right. and nobody said to her, maybe we just unhook it from your ears. It's just under and her how? chin. Okay. Like she's hopped These into her the- car after going into the grocery store and she's too yes. busy to take it off. These were the only... So it's not like I got five pictures to choose from. These were the good ones. These were the best ones that they took. Like, oh, my God, I the principal, I said something to the principal about them. And she was like, oh, we've been laughing about those for a week. Like, <laughs> no. Yes. Yes. This is very oh much God. a, if you can't get out, get out of it, get into it. Print those yeah. as big as you can get them and frame oh. them. <laughs> I just got the frames. They have to go side by side. The contrast between the two, it's like a one-two punch. They really work well together. They're going in the dining room forever with my parents' wedding photos. Yes. Um, yeah. 
I'm trying to talk my husband into our Christmas card being him doing my son's face and me doing my daughter's face. I don't know that we like we did book really nice Christmas photos, but I'm like, or we could just do this. This Or you could do them on the back. Put them on the back. Yeah. Yeah. I sent them to my therapist to say this is what twenty twenty one did to my family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I have always felt from following you online that you have, like, you were made to be a parent. And, like, you just have the right attitude. And obviously from talking to you now, I feel like you just have the right mindset to do it. So what would you say to someone who's a mom in the trenches of littles, of teens, whatever it is? Oh, have them swear I, at you for 30 seconds and just go Yeah, have it. them swear at you. Um, throw them in the bathtub. Just put them in put them in the shower or the bath to get them away from you. My daughter took four baths yesterday. <laughs> four. Um, I really recommend that. I also think there's nothing... If you're having a hard time, there's nothing wrong with you. It's because it's really hard. And yes. um, I tell you that with clients where it's just like the struggle is often not just the struggle. It's like, why am I having such a hard time? And and I will look at them and I'll be like, because you have two tiny children that are like trying to kill themselves every moment. And, you know, absolute maniacs. Like, it's really hard. You're not mm-hmm. crazy. Um, and I think that's probably true for so many different stages. And I, you know, there are a lot of kids that are, some kids are harder than other kids too, you know, and you look around and think all the other moms have it together and like, yeah, they do because their kid is like quietly reading in the corner. They don't, (laughs) yeah, they do. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a really hard job. And what I appreciate what you said, that was a very, very kind to say my relationship with motherhood has really been um challenged during covid it's like i just felt a lot of anger about the lack of support and Mm -hmm. just the assumption that moms everywhere would quit their jobs and stop and take care of their kids and i um i will be processing that for years i think what that experience was to be a mom during um during a pandemic don't recommend it. I just have to say that I don't recommend it. You know, I wasn't alone for a year and a half because my kids yeah. did go back to school last November, but they didn't go on the same days. And so oh I, for an entire year and a half, was never alone. And it sounds like the stupidest complaint, but also it was like that was the expectation that you were just going to take it. Yeah. We're just going to take it. How do you, this is going to sound silly maybe, but how do you feel about that? I mean, I was super resentful and I felt angry and I felt like this isn't fair and I just want to climb out of my own skin to get out of this house. Yeah. And I unzip myself to go anywhere but here. Oh, yeah. So. I, I used to, I had this feeling a lot of, I felt homesick. And it was like, it was like missing a before, but I would just be like, I want to go home. Even though I was in my own home, it was just Mm -hmm. full of people, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I haven't quite uncovered what that really was about, but 
it was so weird. It was such a weird feeling to feel homesick and be home. I think it was like a feeling maybe of safety or like, I'm not sure. Yeah. So let's do something fun. Okay. Tell us something you're loving, some things you're loving. Lately. Oh my God. I love, I have so many opinions about everything. I could have come up with 20 things to talk about <laughs> and I will talk passionately about all of them. I love pushing things on people. Okay. First things. I right now am obsessed with all things Pendleton. This might be because I live in Seattle and it is cold here and wet. But um, I got my dog that I'm also obsessed with. His name's Larry. He's very cute. I got him a Pendleton dog bed. And it was so cute. It's like from their National Parks line. And then I got we have a split level house. So I got a second one for downstairs. And then a couple months after that, I was like, why does the dog get the good stuff, the Pendleton? <laughs> I don't have any Pendleton stuff. So there is a Pendleton fleece blanket on amazon it's from national parks line it's king size it is so soft and so cute and it's like 50 bucks so i'm very passionate about that and i'm also getting pendleton national parks socks (laughs) to put over my also another product i'm obsessed with right now my doc martens um i know you guys are not in a cold place but like (laughs) Doc Martens are the shit. They are a really good shoe for a rainy, cold place. Um, yeah. So that's I, one, that is one product recommendation along with like five things coming off of it. And I can go on and on. Okay. I have, uh, let me interrupt you here. Um, Costco right now has a Pendleton blanket that is like all over Instagram. So I'm wondering if it's the same blanket or not, because I'm going to, because you said it's a national parks one that you found on Amazon. Yeah. Is it, is the Costco one wool or what is it? I don't know, but I see it every day and I'm like, why, why is that not on my couch right now? I got to get it. I need it. I got to get it. The the wool ones are, I mean, I don't want to, besmirched the Pendleton brand. The wool ones are a little scratchy, I think. Uh-huh. I I I have kids, you know, we got some sensory stuff in this house and like wool is a little bit of a reach for them. But if it's not wool, I should get it. I should yeah. definitely get it. You and know what also is good? Have you guys heard about the Costco garland? Megan probably oh, has. Cost- <laughs> the live garland? It's the live garland. You can pre-order it now. Get it while it's hot. Yeah, I just ordered mine last night. Um, um, it's I, like 40 bucks for 30 feet live. Yes. Every year I try and talk my husband into it. But um, earlier in the podcast, we talked about the fact that my holiday decorations go up this year on November 11th. And so they would be completely <laughs> fried by December 1st. Mm. But I, it's such a good buy. Like that is so it's much. such a good buy. Garland for like 40 bucks. And your house smells amazing. Could you put it outside or is it too hot? Contrary to popular belief, it does get cool here in the winter. Maybe I should get it for the backyard. <gasps> yeah, I definitely think you should. Uh, oh, I it love in the backyard. that. Oh, yeah. We spend all our time there. Kathleen, you've sold me. Oh, will you report back I what will. you think of it? I will. It's going to go over our outdoor fireplace. I, I like sent a, I sent a note to like all my friends and did like a bulk order. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm such a pusher. Because I'm such a pusher. <laughs> you need garlands. Yeah. 
I also love all things Dyson, of course, including the air wrap. If anybody needs someone to push them into buying the air wrap, I will be your girl. Do you I have, have that new not pretty good navy hair. blue one? No, I got the like. Um, I have the normal one, the pink and the. It, but it has the. It has, does have the nice brown case, like leathery case. Um, but really recommend it, especially. Okay, here's what I think about the air wrap. I think people think you're only supposed to get it if you have good hair already. I don't. I naturally am not someone that has good hair. But the air wrap gives me good hair. And, like, now my hair, I'm growing, my hair is long now because I use the air wrap and can, like, actually have good-looking hair. So recommend that. Also, of course, every Dyson vacuum ever. Always worth it. I use mine many times a day, including when I close my kitchen at 6, 15 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it gets spread out. Um, I also want to recommend it's, it's not a rival podcast. It's like a, it's, it's a, so late, the, the, the podcast and the book, the lazy genius, oh, Kendra oh. Adachi. We're I'm huge obsessed. Fans. I'm no. obsessed. Are, are you guys doing the holiday docket? No. She has this product. This is the specific product recommendation I'm coming to you with. It's called the holiday docket. And I got fancy and I got mine like printed and bound at FedEx. It was like $5 and it makes me feel really grown up. And it talks you through planning out your holidays in this like very intentional way where you start with what's actually important to you, what's important to your family, what are things you can let go of, what are your holiday rules, which I think is really helpful for me because I'm a someone that I want to go to every party we're invited to. But like my kids shouldn't go to parties on Fridays. They're tired. We need to have a family rule that like on Fridays we chill out and watch a Christmas movie or whatever. Um, but I recommend her book, her podcast, and I really recommend this holiday docket that you can get on her website. Every episode of her podcast I listen to, I feel like a better person. Um, I think I need to add the book to my Christmas list this year. It's so good. It's so, it's like her same 13 principles. Um, it's just like a good framework for, I think also you can apply it just like any sticky situation. Our, like our, like what we were talking about, like the hours of like 4 to 6 p.m. Or one of our sticky situations is just like the 10 minutes before we go to school in the morning. It's just mm-hmm. always, I'm always going to end up like raising my voice and clapping my hands like in an aggressive <laughs> manner. And I'll be like, get your shoes! Um, I should probably go through the principles. Um, wait, and I have one more recommendation. Please. And that is uh, Martha Stewart's Marley Spoon uh, Meal Kits. Oh, they Wendy are loves so those. good. Yeah, you, I've you used those? those. I have in the past. Yes, I have started. So I have um, a normally picky children, and I have started letting them pick them out, and then I call them chef, and they <gasps> cook with me. And now they're like touching all these things and eating these things that they never would have before, just because I pretend that they're a chef. Like they're so silly. Um, they're just so easy to manipulate is really what I mean, but it's really working. (laughs) It's really working. So I recommend that too. I love every single one of those. Um, I was trying to find the Pendleton blanket on Amazon and every single one I found was $300. So uh, I'm going to send it to you. I'll send it to you. Please. Um, I just actually, I just had it open before this because I wanted to confirm, like, did I just, dream that it was cheap or was it actually cheap and it was actually cheap and i have seen as wendy said a lot of people talk about the costco pendleton one and it looks kind of like a 
soft and cozy, not like one of their thick. Ooh, it's okay. like a Sherpa fleece Pendleton yes. blanket at Costco. That's like what this is. Thirty dollars like at Costco. Yeah. Oh my um, gosh. Well, just do that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on Costco. I, I'm gonna. Why did I order that garland already? I could have put a blanket. On too. <laughs> <laughs> they even have flannel sheets. I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh god. Oh god. You like need the fire. flannel sheets with the garland outside. <laughs> it's Christmas. I am. A, you I'm, can put it in your holiday docket. I could, and perimenopause stops me from owning oh, flannel yeah. sheets. <laughs> Do you um, have a cooling blanket? I've really oh, been god. learning about this. I need. I don't. I need a cooling blanket. I came very close to buying something called a chili bed, which is like a cooling oh. mattress pad where water like flows through it all night yes. long. Um, I didn't do it. it. We didn't have a very hot summer this year, but I still think about it every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need all the cooling. My bags. sister is looking into those and I'm only 18 months younger than her. So I'm pretty sure in 18 months I'll be looking into those too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right $500, but I was like, I think, I think maybe I'm worth it. Um, well, think about the cost of a hotel. Like that's like two nights in a hotel and you would use it for years. Yes. This is an excellent I'm pl- point. Being a pusher about a thing I don't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen, you have been a delight. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. I I loved every minute of this. Um, we are going to leave all of the links below. Where to find Kathleen? Are we allowed to leave in the information that proprietary January launch of? Yes, yes, you totally can. Yes, yeah. I can't wait. Um, I highly recommend. I've um never done it. I was completely immobile during the pandem- pandemic but it is it is time i am ready we are going to be time yeah this will be ready then you can have like a couple weeks to like dance around your kitchen to get ready yes i can't wait where can people find you outside of this episode of the podcast they can find me on instagram and twitter my handle is at kathleen i can raw r-a-h or just kathleen donahoe you can search for me there is a celtic singer named kathleen donahoe that's oh. not me is <laughs> is your is your Instagram name like a a nod to like cheerleading? You know what? Okay, it's embarrassing. It's like what like a boy I had a crush on once sent me a letter <laughs> addressed to Kathleen Akinraw, and it just you know stuck. <laughs> so stuck. I got it. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> Very professional. It's my real professional handle. Well, I love it. Well, again, thank you. We loved this. And um, we can't wait to share this episode with the world. Thank you guys so, so much. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back with Megan and Wendy Approved. We're back. Kathleen gave us so many good suggestions. I, You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh when you hear what mine is. So I'm going to okay. let you go first so I can end <laughs> with... Something that doesn't stand up to a Pendleton blanket recommendation, I can tell you that. I know, seriously, I just looked it up on Costco and it says not available. And I was like, why? I no, want it. I have now. it right here. It's mine says not available to my shipping it to my area code. Oh. So I don't know what, but I might have to run over to Costco today and get me a blanket. I should have bought it when I was there like four weeks ago and I didn't. 
Look, if any of our listeners are close to a Costco and you see an ivory colored Pendleton blanket, I will pay you to ship it to me. Yes. Let me know. Send me an email. I'm such an old lady and uh, that works perfectly for my today's approved item. Um, I'm dealing with plantar fasciitis. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel a hundred years old. I went to, like I told you, I went to that concert with my daughter and I stood for like three hours and I was like, my body cannot take this. No. And thankfully, Amazon had delivered the plantar fasciitis compression socks for me. <laughs> they were there. They are amazing. They made my feel feel so much better. They're like these little socks and your toes, the toes are cut out of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what, they're like magic. They're like little sleeves. They give it a little bit of like, I don't know, compression to make them feel better. So is this more of a recovery or a prevention? You know, I don't know. I bought them so quickly off of Amazon. I was just like, I need something. And I put these on and they were amazing. But I, it does say here, quick relief of plantar fasciitis pain, okay. ankle pain, and Achilles tendonitis. Can you wear them inside a shoe? I don't know. I mean, probably. I don't. I just okay. had wore them that night. And I actually took them off before I went to bed because they, they like gently squeeze a little. I didn't want to like cut off all circulation to my right. feet while sleeping at night. But um, these, yeah, these are... Are great. Now, it does not take away from the fact that I probably need to go to um, a podiatrist because my feet hurt so bad. Like, yeah, get an orthotic. I know, but God, I'm 100 years old. But that is another thing. Like when, like I'm saying, like my body feels so exhausted that like I can't do the things that I want to do, and then it's just like a crazy cycle of like not feeling well. So. Make that appointment. You know, I got sidetracked earlier when we were talking about making time for yourself. And I would like to remind you that the last time we worked in person, when we do that, for those listening, we make a list ahead of time of all the things we want to make sure to get done because we will forget once we are together. And the day before we were getting together, Wendy had sent me an Instagram post of this local place that does these fancy cotton candy. And she was like, I want to go here. Add it to the list. And so I added it to our list. And as we were planning out our November and December calendar, we were like, when are we going to go get cotton candy? And this Uh is still in October as we're discussing this. And we weren't able to plan it until mid-November, but it's on the calendar. It is something for me to look forward to next week. And so sometimes, okay, you can't do it today, but get it in your calendar. Get that painting day in your calendar. Get that podiatry appointment in there. Because the days fill up, but you got to, you got to like, I don't want to wait two and a half weeks. Okay, but it's two and a half weeks or never, right? Sometimes. Yeah. So I didn't realize our cotton candy date is next week. It is. Yes. See, that I'm came gonna, up fast. I'm going to eat a cotton candy that double the size of my head. It's huge. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm so All excited. right. Tell me what your item is. Oh, well, uh, riding the old lady train, as mentioned, we are prepping for our holiday decor to go up. And when our holiday decor goes up, so do all of our bowls of all of our favorite Christmas candies. And I was sad to report that Target did not have them stocked this weekend. They did not have the aisles of the candies and the baking items. But my grocery store to the rescue, they had one of my favorite candies. And one year, 
I found out these are voted worst Christmas candy. No, they're not. I beg to differ. And these are from Brock's, and they're the Peppermint Christmas Nougats. I think that's a bad term because nougat is like what's in a Snickers to me. Mm Mm-hmm. These are like a taffy kind of. Yes, they're more like a peppermint taffy. They have like a sweet little Christmas tree (laughs) stamped on them. They're red and white around the outside. They look like a peppermint candy, but they're chewy. They are Christmas to me. We always have big bowls of them. Uh, Last year, they were very hard to find. Um, but I have purchased two bags this year. And when I was in the grocery store checkout yesterday, the checker was like, I love these. I was like, me too. We're kindred spirits. Me too. (laughs) So Wendy loves them too. I just saw as I'm scrolling down, they have a Christmas nougats mix. What's that? What's that? Um, they have peppermint, wintergreen and cinnamon nougat candy. I have never seen these. So probably not on Amazon, right? Yes, they are, but they sure are damn expensive. Oh, yeah. $29.99. No, 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 no. That's bananas. All right, friends, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the podcast. Thank you to Kathleen Donahoe for joining us as well. And don't forget to come back on Thursday where we have a Girls Gone Hallmark episode and we are discussing Next Stop Christmas. We also have a special guest with us for that episode. We can't wait to see you. If you just can't get enough of us, and you cannot wait until Thursday. Please join our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. We are publishing bonus content regularly. We have bonus regular podcast episodes as well as bonus Hallmark podcast episodes. And we would love to have you join that community as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. And have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.